Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Yuma Daf Mem Beis. This year is dedicated to Rafur Shalema for Yehuda Leib Ben Basha. We continue with the discussion of the Shani Loas, the red thread. Rav Hanan Marav says that if the thread gets burnt, it's kosher. Even if it didn't make it into the fire, just on its way down, it's floating down and it gets burnt before it makes it into the fire with the Paraduma, kosher. Aye, we learned that if it gets burnt, you have to bring another one. But he says that it depends on the fire. If it's a very tall fire, then it means that the thread got burnt before it even made it down onto the bar. But if it's a low flame, then even if, though it got burnt before it landed, it was still there with the par, the par aduma. So there you wouldn't need to bring another one. Rava says that the fact that it needs to be he- heavy, this red thread needs to be heavy, we have an abrisa that says, why do we tie up the bundle of the eight errors? Rebbe says it's because it needs to be an agudo, it needs to be a bundle. Nothing to do with weight. Rebbe Lezer Reb Shimon says, because it needs to be heavy so that it will fall down into the fire or onto the para. Next, Rebbe Dimi came along and he says in the name of Rebbe Yoichanon that he heard about three red threads. One for the para duma, one for the Seir Mishtaleach on Yom Kippur, and one of the Metzairah. One of them weighed ten zuz, one of them weighed eight zuz, and one of them weighed two zuz, but he doesn't know which one was which. So Ravan came along and he explained, B'shem Rebbe Yoinasan, the Paraduma was ten zuz, the Seremeshtaleach was eight, two slime, and the Metzaira was two. Rabbi Yechanan says it's actually a machlekes between Rabbi Shimon ben Chalaft and the Rabbanan by a Paraduma. One says it needs to weigh ten zuz, and one says it needs to weigh two. And the way to remember it is, Echaramar Bebe Echaramamit, those are the two extremes. 10 and 2 zuz for the weight of the Paraduma's red thread. Rabbi Yimriya says the Machlaikas wasn't by Paraduma, it was by the Sierra Meshtaleach. And on the day that Rav Barkisi passed away, he said that it was talking about the Sierra Meshtaleach. And they said that Rav Barkisi was Mechaper like the Sierra Meshtaleach. The Shlod brings down it's a Minog Yafet to fast on the day of his Rebbe's yard site. A Rebbe means anyone who changed your life, or according to one Shito, even if, even if he taught you one halacha. Maybe that's not Rabbi Movak. Next, Rabbi Yitzchak says that he heard that there are two shechitas. There's one of the paraduma, one of the par hachatos of the Kohen Gadol. One of them is kosher, but with for, for a zar to do, and one is puzzle if a zar does it. But he doesn't know which one is which. We have a brayser that says that this is the machlekes Rav and Shmuel. One holds its puzzle by the par. One holds its puzzle by the paraduma. The Gemara, the Gemara proves that Rav is one that holds that if a zar because Rav Zeira said that if a Zor shechts a paraduma puzzle, and Rav commented on there with a raya. He says the puzzle says a lozar and chuka. That tells me that a lozar only the koyin is able to shecht the paraduma. Like the Gemara by the koyin gadol's paranim kipper it all it says Aaron vechuka. So the chayra only the koyin gadol could shecht his par too. Gemara says that that's not an avoida. The avoida. On Yom Kippur does not include the shechita of his par. Okay, so maybe the shechting of the paraduma isn't included in the avoida either. The Gemara says that the whole paraduma isn't an avoida. The whole thing is done as bedekabayis. It's not in the mezbeah in the beis hamikdash. So there is no part of the paraduma process which is more of an avoida than another. For like the Gemara, why don't we have a kavachomer? If a zar can't shecht the par on Yom Kippur. 
That should definitely be puzzled by a czar because that has Kedushas Haguf. And it doesn't even say Chukah. Paraduma, where it says Chukah, and according to Rav, it's puzzled. The Gemara says that there are some things that you just need a Koyin to do. Not because it's Ikar Avoida. We have by Nagoim, the Koyin is the one that has to say that he's Tomei, that the house is Tomei. In fact, there's a Chakira here whether it's Bnei Aroin or Koyhanim. What's the difference? The Rabbani Shalom was the one that pronounced Miriam to have Tzaras. You can't say that the Rabbani Shalom is Bnei Aaron, but you could, could say the Rabbani Shalom is a Koyin. Now, what about according to Shmuel? He says that the power of the Koyin Godol is possible bizarre. Why should the Paraduma not be possible bizarre? By the Koyin's power, it says Aaron Vechuka. By the Paraduma, it also says, it says Elazar Vechuka. No, by Paradumo, it says, In front of Elazar, that Elazar wasn't the one that shechted it. So Elazar could shecht it. He just has to watch it. Rav says that, what does it mean, Lefanov? It means that while he's doing it, he can't be Mesiach Das. Shmuel learns Hesachadas, that the Koyin has to pay attention while he's doing the entire Paraduma process, from Vesorof Hesachapara Le'enov. He has to keep an eye on it. Rav says that we have two Pesachim Le'enov and Lefanov. One to tell me he has to pay attention by the shechita, and one that he, they can't have asachadas by the sreifa. Why do you need both? Because shechita, you'd say, is the tchilas avoida. It's kicking it off. But maybe sreifa, he, does, he could have asachadas. And sreifa is the thing that actually turns it into the, the parchatas, the, the ashes of paraduma. So maybe that, he can't have asachadas, but the shechita, he could. So we, we have two psukim. Okay, we have two psukim as opposed to what? These two things need asachadas, but when, when can he have asachadas? It can't be talking about... He, there's no way he could have Hesachadas while gathering up the ashes or filling up the water. Because the Pazak says, Lemeshmeres, Lemeinido. Mash may have to be Shoimer on it until they, really, until they actually sprinkle. And Lamai, he could have Hesachadas as the Gemara when dropping the bundle of the Eitz Erez and the Shnishalas into the fire. Now, Ambaye, excuse me, Ravin Shmuel aren't the only ones that argue about which power is usher to be done by a czar. Ravami says it's kosher by paraduma. Vitzchak Nafcha says it's puzzle. Ula says it's kosher. Ula's machlek is what, it, what, what he holds. And we have a riot to Rav that that paraduma can't be done by a czar because a woman can't sprinkle the paraduma and it has to be done by day. And the Gemara goes on a little bit of a tangent and says, well, how do you know that this is talking about, this b'raisa is talking about every process of the paradumo? Because it says toira. I don't think even gathering the ashes and, and the water. No, it says zois. There are some things that are not included in the avoida. That even a woman can do it. Who says toira includes the shechito, the kabbalah sadam, the sprinkling, the burning, and throwing the eitzeres, the of shnishalaz? And how do you know that zois is excluding dafka, gathering the ashes and the water? So we learn everything out from the sprinkling of the water. Just like that is puzzle for a woman and has to be done by day. So two other things that aren't able to be done by a woman have the same din, shear the same din as the sprinkling that it has to be done by day. But gathering the ashes and the water, that can be done by a woman, so that can be done even at night. Because okay, so how is this a raya to Rav? Where you'll say, because a woman can't do it, a zar can't do it. A woman's not allowed to draw the water, but a czar can. Maybe a czar can also do the shechita. Abai says you have to take it a step further. Why can't a woman gather the water or the ashes? 
because of the pasuk of Elazar. Elazar has to do it. If Elazar has to do it, and not a woman, Elazar also excludes the Zor. That's a riot of Rav, that a Zor can't do the Shechita on the Paraduma. Elazar was neither a woman nor a Zor. Now Ula goes through the Psukim of Paraduma, and he says that some Psukim are detracting from the previous Psukim, and some Psukim are adding to the previous Halachat. First off, the Pasuk says, Unasanam Oisa el Elazar Akayim. Oisa, it was given to Elazar the Skan Kayin Gadol. But in future generations, some say that has to even be done to the Kayin Gadol. And some say that no, only that one had to be done to Elazar Akayin, but future ones could be given to a Kayin Hedrit. Why would we be more Machmer to give it to a Kayin Gadol in the future? Even the one by Moshe Rabbeinu was given to the Skan Kayin Gadol. Because we learn Xer Shadav, Chuka Chuka from Yemaki which was done to the Kayin Gadol. The next passage says, Vahiti saw, we bring out the part of Aduma, which teaches us that saw is taken out, it has to be brought out alone. We have a Mishnah that tells us that if the, if the part didn't want to go out, you can't bring along a black cow with it. Because then people will say, oh, they shechted the black cow instead of the red one. You can't even bring out another part of Aduma, because then people will say, oh, they shechted two of them. Maybe they were together, which would passel the part of Aduma. Rebbe says it's not because of what people would say. It's a passage that says, Oisah, it has to go out by itself. Why doesn't the Tanakhama tell us, Oisah is a passage, it has to be alone, not because of what people would say about two cows going out together. The Tanakhama is of Shimon who says that we're Darius time at the cross, who's so giving us a reason why it has to be alone. What's an Afkamino, what the reason is? Whether you're allowed to send a donkey with the cow to get it to go out. If it has to be alone... The donkey would make it not alone, but if it's because of what people would say, no one's going to have any issue with a donkey walking out with the Paraduma. Have a wonderful day.